Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of your Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us as we continue our series looking at each and every one of the Hornets players from a season ago and start to look into their future. Today, we're focused on Caleb Martin, and to help me break him down, we've got my producer from the Hornets Radio Network, Rob Longo. Rob, Caleb had a uh, certainly a progressive season in terms of his year-to-year progression the season prior his rookie year 18 games only one start really shuttled between the Hornets as well as Greensboro this year a consistent presence for the Hornets played in 53 games got three starts showed some of those glimpses of his uh, offensive game what did you think of the year that was for Caleb Martin. Well, if I had to pick one player that kind of carried momentum from the Hornets playing really well at the end of the 2019-2020 season and then moving it towards the 2020-2021 campaign, it would probably have to be Caleb Martin because it took him quite some time to kind of get his opportunity that rookie year. You mentioned him getting shuffled back and forth between the Greensboro Swarm and, of course, the Charlotte Hornets. He did show up in a big way at the end of the 2019-2020 season, had a career-high 23 points pretty much right before the association went on a hiatus due to COVID-19. So this season, you know, he obviously had a bigger role. You mentioned it, 53 games, three starts. Big reason why this team was able to kind of stay afloat down the stretch as much as possible with his brother Cody going out with that ankle injury, having to kind of cover his tracks a little bit as well with Gordon Hayward's injury coming out as well. So again, the Hornets were really thin at times, but did a really good job stepping up. I have a couple of favorite highlights, favorite moments from his season. I'll leave the obvious one to you, but one of my favorite ones was all the way back on February 8th. The Hornets were home against the Houston Rockets towards the end of, a, I believe it was the first quarter, just kind of a weird sequence. It's more of a Miles Bridges play and a Lamella ball play, but I'll go ahead and just let you guys hear it and judge for it yourself. Bridges throwing full court. Touchdown pass. Doesn't make its way to ball, but it's tipped to Caleb Martin. Puts it up and puts it through with the buzzer. Oh, my goodness. Martin off the deflection, gets a hold of it, and is able to sink it. Give ball an assist. Martin off the bounce, puts it through. So, yeah, it's more of a Miles Bridges and a LaMelo ball highlight, but you still got to finish the play. You still got to make the shot. So it was a really cool moment. I think that was one of the games where the Hornets were just really hot from beyond the arc, shooting everything pretty much was going in at that point. So a really cool moment, but I'll leave the obvious highlight to you. Well, that that was a cool play because it just kind of shows that it's, it's not just LaMelo ball that – forces teams to cover every square inch of the hardwood for every tenth of a second of the clock you know they're willing to push the pace and you know put pressure on the defense for every single play and Lamelo having those instincts to find an open player and Caleb Martin being ready to make that touch shot at a moment's or a millisecond's notice uh, that was a significant play to me the, the Martin brothers they do have different uh, differences in their games but Caleb has that experience explosive component and maybe not quite the popularity of a Miles Bridges, but he had some impactful dunks, including one down the stretch of the season against Chicago. Hello ball on the left side, drives, kicks to the corner. Martin drives in baseline, goes up and hammers it down on Vucevic. And I think in his extension, he might have kicked Nikola Vucevic below the belt, but uh, that's a highlight and a half for Martin. He was getting a little frustrated out there and Martin takes out his aggression 
on the rim and Nikola Vucevic. Wow. Wow is right. It was a special play from Caleb Martin on this 2020-2021 season. Again, you know, they're they're different players, the two brothers. Come in, I cover them both in college. Cody at Nevada and Caleb at Nevada. Cody was more of the defensive player. Caleb more of an offensive star. Caleb won player of the year at one point in the Mountain West Conference. Cody was the defensive player of the year. In terms of the next step up, I think there was a, a, a little bit of a boost given to Cody's prospects at the next level because he was seen as as more of a uh, ready-made defensive player. But Caleb has shown a, a lot of great defensive capabilities, um, but both of them took a significant step this season. Well, and the biggest thing I think for both of the Martin brothers, but especially Caleb, is he's willing to do whatever it takes for the team. He's talked about it several times in post-game press conferences and in other media availability where it's, you know, you know, I need to come off the bench and I need to play – five minutes of lockdown hard defense and I don't touch the ball on the offensive end of the floor, that's fine with me. You know, if I have to come off the bench and, you know, just set screens, just kind of clean up the glass, do whatever, I'm also fine with that too. I don't need to be the leading scorer. I don't need to come out and, you know, get a touch on every offensive possession. So, you know, the fact that he is able to do whatever it takes to be a member of this Hornets team and crack the lineup, I think that just shows the kind of person he is because a lot of people would just kind of maybe pout and not want to do that. So the fact that he's able to be that kind of team player, I just think speaks volumes about his work ethic and his personality. And down the stretches, you you look at the team's last two wins. Caleb had a significant role in both of them. In one, the win at Detroit, he was a starter. In another, the home game against Orlando, he was not. In one, he scored a lot, 17, as a starter against Detroit. In the other, he didn't. Three points, 0 of 3, shooting 0 for 2 from deep against Orlando. But in both, he ends up being a positive in the plus-minus. He ends up contributing significantly. Five rebounds bounds in one five assists in the other so you know finding ways to contribute in a positive way that is always a good step forward and uh, Caleb Martin continues his progression here in the NBA well coming up next we're going to let you hear from Caleb we'll talk to the Hornets second year player out of Nevada next here on the Hornets Hivecast Hornets fans the buzz is building For season ticket packages for the 2021-2022 season, call 704-HORNETS or visit hornets.com to chat live with a season ticket representative. Lock in your price today. Sam Farber here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, and now let's hear from the man himself, Caleb Martin. Caleb, thank you so much for your time. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Up and down season in terms of you know your role fluctuating throughout the year and obviously all the COVID protocols, not a normal season. What was the biggest challenge in your mind getting through everything? Uh, probably just biggest is a lot of it was mental. You know, obviously it was a weird season. Uh, this year was a little bit different, obviously with COVID and all the rules and testing and travel and the schedule. But, uh, you know, just being able to be consistent mentally and uh, just having the same approach um, each and every game. In terms of dealing with health and safety protocols, that was obviously a big change this year. NBA, very innovative and in trying to stay ahead of the curve with everything. And, and in my opinion, at least, I think they did a good job. Necessity is the mother of invention, so there's a lot of stuff that changed. Is there anything in the protocols or anything in how your day-to-day life was altered for health and safety protocols that you wouldn't mind keeping even after the pandemic is over, hopefully next season. I wouldn't mind the mask, uh, just in terms of like I feel like it'll help not only with COVID, but just getting sick, uh, sick in general, whether it's common cold or, or or whatever the case may be, and um, with the flu or whatever. So I definitely think it's clean things up. It gives you a sense of 
a sanitary feeling whenever you're moving around and I don't know it just puts an emphasis on things that we you know probably should have been keeping up with along you know before COVID. Almost like you feel healthier now this season even with everything going on. Yeah exactly exactly that's a good way to put it. How about one thing that you will be glad to be rid of when it comes to health and safety protocols? Probably the eight o'clock testing. <laughs> I mean, just waking up, uh, you know, sometimes on those back to backs, you have long nights, you might not get in somewhere till two, three o'clock and then having to turn around and get up at, you know, 7.45 to go test at eight. Um, you know, I, I really won't miss getting up, especially on those days off. A lot of great moments this season. What was your favorite moment of the 2020-2021 campaign? That's a lot of them. Uh, I think whenever the the day that we were able to have fans back in the building, just to kind of get a little bit of a feel, uh, getting back towards a, a normal, you know, getting back to normal how it was before COVID, and uh, just it give you a little bit of give you a little bit of taste of what it will look like for the upcoming years to kind of get everything back rolling again. Ball inbounds to Gordon Hayward. He receives the pass. He'll dribble it out, and that's it. The Queen City will wear the crown tonight. Charlotte 105, Detroit 102. First time with fans back in the building. And the Charlotte Hornets give them a sight to see. A Hornets victory to open up the second half of the season. That was definitely a big day. You also had a a few iconic moments out there on the floor. If you had to have a poster on your wall of, of your season, What's the picture on it? Man, I don't know which one I like more, whether it was the Vooch, the, the Vooch dunk or the maybe maybe the Ben McElmore just because it was against the Lakers and it was like more of a packed game. So, yeah, probably that one. <laughs> they were good choices, that's for sure. Year one, you make the NBA, obviously. Year two, you make the postseason here with the Hornets. What should fans expect for you and this franchise in year three? I mean, obviously we want to keep growing and, and keep taking steps forward. Obviously the expectation next year is to make a playoff, make a playoff run and, uh, you know, go ahead and solidify spots to where we don't have to worry about a playing game and, you know, put ourselves in, in a position to where we could, uh, you know, make a, make a good run next year. Caleb, it's been fun watching you all season long. Thank you so much for the time and good luck in the offseason. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Stick around. We've got much more to come here with Caleb Martin on the Hornets Hivecast. Be sure to check out the Hornets Fan Shop at Spectrum Center. Now open Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Check out all the newest Hornets gear or grab a new pair of J's. It's an easy trip on the light rail or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 at HornetsFanShop.com. Sam Farber and Rob Longo back with you here on the HHC. Rob, we just heard from Caleb. I think, you know, a couple of players have brought this up, but significant that he mentioned that first game back with fans as being a significant moment. It really was. There was some apprehension, I think, from a lot of people about what would this look like? What would this feel like after so many weeks and months of not having fans in the building for good reason as the pandemic stole so much from all of us? But to have that back and that return to normalcy and hear the crowd and feel the reaction was really kind of a sign that things were trending in the right direction. I mean, even though I'd sit in the underbelly of the hive at Spectrum Center, I was able to feel that energy all the way underneath here, even though I was not out in the arena watching the game with my own two eyes. So, yeah, really unique uh, opportunity. The other thing I really enjoyed hearing Caleb talk about was the mindset, because I think a lot of people don't understand. Again, I, I mentioned this when we spoke about Malik Monk in a previous podcast, but you know, a lot of people don't understand how big the mental aspect of the game is. 
a lot of times you see players have something affect them off the court and it ends up affecting them on the court. The biggest example that I can remember off the top of my head is Carl Anthony Towns. When they were playing the Hornets here earlier in the season, there were some issues with you know some health and safety protocols and Carl Anthony Towns was very concerned about playing the game. He had to call his dad at halftime and in the first half, he I think he ended up with like 10 points or something like that. In the second half, he almost willed the Timberwolves to a comeback because his, his mind was right. So a lot of people don't understand how big of a mental game that basketball really is it's you know just as as mental as it is physical in terms of moving forward the the focus for Caleb Martin I think you know he will hopefully have the benefit of a normal offseason I think that is going to really pay off dividends for all young players in the league Caleb at 25 you know he's had a lot of basketball experience but certainly not having that time to work out with coaches and teammates in a normal way from this previous offseason had to have some kind of impact and we'll be looking for a, a hopefully a big jump for him in terms of his three-point percentage in particular he shot the ball really well from three in his rookie season albeit in a very small sample size this season uh, a little bit more to look at overall in terms of number of three-point shots attempted I think he attempted four or five times as many his second season as his first and we saw the shooting percentage drop quite a bit so looking for him to take that next step and assure that up and as he does that I think we'll see uh, you know hopefully the best version of Caleb Martin yet in a Hornets uniform trying to steal my thunder because that was my biggest my biggest gripe with Caleb this season was just the three-point shooting I mean close a little bit below 25 percent is less than ideal it's just kind of too low especially in today's age of the NBA where the philosophy just seems to put up as many threes as possible and hope you hit 30 40 percent of them so you know I would like to see the three-point shooting improve again smaller sample size last season so because he only played 18 games in his rookie year and then he gets that big jump to 53 in a very odd offseason where he probably doesn't get that development that he really needed. I think it's a sense where Caleb just needs to go back and kind of look at the film from this season and look and see what was right, what was wrong, kind of along those lines. Because obviously, you know, the more minutes you play, the better opportunity you have to improve or the better opportunity to have things not go your way. So, I mean, it's going to just how it is, law of averages in a sense. So, you know, I think once you're able to sit down, look at the film, get an idea of what do I need to improve on? You know, where do my, where does my skill set need to improve? I think that you can really develop from there, especially hopefully in a more normal off season. The other thing we hope to see is that continued growth and development on the defensive side, even though coming into the league, Cody maybe had more uh, of between the two brothers of the reputation as the stronger defender. It's uncanny to look at the end of the season at their side-by-side statistics and you know look at how close the numbers are. Cody did start a few more games than Caleb. This podcast dedicated to Caleb. Caleb played 818 minutes. Cody played about 30 more. Caleb ends the year with 37 steals. 12 blocks. Cody ended the year with 37 steals and 12 blocks. Identical. So that, that's an interesting circumstance. Now, everything that goes into being a defensive player is not in the net number of steals and blocks, but it is interesting. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not at a loss for words. He was a lot of fun to cover. Uh, both of them have, and, and really, you know, just on a, a personal note for me as a rookie broadcaster this year in the NBA, uh, it was fun to see some names that I at least had a connection to, and I remember very vividly uh, interviewing them both their last year at Nevada in a road game at Wyoming after shoot around talking to them about this special season that they were on and this run and uh, you know thinking 
those guys just look like pros. There are certain guys who, you know, the way they score, the way they move in the college game, it just looks like they are going to be pros. And I had always thought that with these two, it was a lot of fun to catch up with them in the NBA this past season and looking forward to doing it much, much more next season as well. That's going to do it for our Caleb Barton Profile Podcast. Thanks to Rob Longo. Thanks to Caleb. Thanks to all of you. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us, and we'll talk to you next time on the HHC. Thanks for listening to the Hornets Hivecast. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.